Hi there. Want to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast? It's a super easy one-click shortcut to the show. To sign up, just text MSDPOD, that's M-S-D-P-O-D, all one word, to 555-888 and we'll get you started. Good time. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast, our three-car pileup at the intersection of learning, social media, and technology. Today, Mindset Digital's creative director, Pete Brown, visits learning guru, Mike Taylor, with highlights from the recent DevLearn conference in Las Vegas. Can they make their work understood by a four-year-old? Plus, Matt Wiener returns to the show with something on the internet guaranteed to make you laugh. Is he up for the challenge? We'll find out. Here's Pete to kick things off. All right. Thanks for that, Bria. And uh, I am happy to have Mike Taylor in the studio today. Mike, you were out of town all of last week. Your cubicle was empty. Your snacks were unguarded. <laughs> I wondered why they were looking a little low. That's right. Where were you? Uh, spent the week in Las Vegas at the DevLearn conference last week. Right. And DevLearn is one of the largest. It is. I'm, I'm not sure if it's the largest. It's big. I think 3,500 ish people and a huge expo hall and all the things that go with it and all learning and development talent development folks yep absolutely all around the world met some some nice folks there australia scotland uh tons of canadians all over the place i'd be great to get them on the show we could use some accents i I think we can probably (laughs) uh probably line that up hello governor so how how long have you been going to devlearn uh i think my first devlearn was 2009 yeah Ish. Yeah. So nine years. Yeah. Long time. Okay. And you, uh, I know you presented a couple of things there. Tell us about what, what you were pre- there doing. Yeah. I was really uh, excited to do a pre-conference full day workshop with Bianca Bauman. Nice. And we-, we Another a, legend of L&D and a great follow on Twitter. By yeah. The way. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's fantastic in, in, a lot of, in a lot of ways. So we did a workshop called- um, L&D strategies from the marketing playbook. Oh, yeah, good. So it was kind of a lot of things that L&D folks can adopt from marketers and and uh, make good use of. Right. Okay. So we covered some things like content strategy, you know, reusing existing content in yeah. new ways. Yep. We talked about curation. We talked about campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, writing uh, headlines, good copy. Marketers are really great at that. Yeah. It seems uh, like more and more every client project we do here has a this is the campaign we're going to build to support it element yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and and i think that one really resonated with a lot of folks and then the, at the end there we even dove into mailchimp and built some some things there which was really fun very cool yeah very cool and then did you do a, a presentation with betsy uh we did demo fest okay. on thursday night okay and then i also so i had something every day tuesday was the workshop wednesday morning i did a morning buzz on curation okay uh, Thursday afternoon, Thursday morning, Bianca and I uh, did a session on curation. Yeah. And then Betsy and I uh, showed off our wares at DemoFest Thursday. Nice. DemoFest was everybody brought their stuff and you got to go around and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. It was really, it was my first one. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I did it. But, you know, at the same time, it would be nice to 
to be able to see everybody else's. So yeah, it's right. Like catch twenty two. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like my daughter is in a play this weekend, but I run the box office as a volunteer. So I'm like, hey, wait a <laughs> second, I'm not even going to see it. <laughs> I got to rethink that sometimes. Yeah. So. All right. All right. So I know that you came back with a ton of of great ideas. You saw a lot of cool stuff, uh, but I'm asking you to boil it down for the purpose of a podcast and being short and concise. What was one really cool thing you saw? You know, I think my favorite takeaway or my favorite thing that I saw there was during one of the keynotes by Linda Berry, who's an artist okay. at uh, University of Wisconsin. Okay. And she really, really entertaining and, and, and funny lady, neat person. And she talked about how she pairs four-year-olds with graduate students. Yeah. Real four-year-olds. Exact. Yeah. Kindergartners or, or younger, four-year-olds for real. So I'm, I'm sure they have a, a daycare at the on yeah. campus and they probably just go over there and pull them out. But so she talked about how grad students, their view of the world gets smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. as they go yeah. along until it's this little tiny pinhole yeah. of a view. Yeah. And how it's actually the four-year-olds who are helping the grad students yeah. and not the other way around. Yeah. And I just thought that was brilliant yeah. and, and cool and fun and, and all those things. So they have to explain their work. Yeah. To a four-year-old. Yes, it was really funny mm. because the, it's really hard, right? Yeah, There's, right? You know, if it's Einstein or whatever the quote is, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't yeah. know it well enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of validity to that. Yeah, man. I remember when I was in graduate school just talking in bigger and bigger conflated theories about books I'd never read. <laughs> 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 I just said to my wife the other day, I said, I should read Moby Dick. She's like, why? And I said, I answered a question on my master's exam about it. <laughs> I read the graphic novel and that got me by. So Yeah, my summer reading from my freshman year going into college, the art of Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. I've I've had that thought many yep. times, but I've yet yeah. to get there. Yeah, but it's true though. Like a lot of times when you're not entirely sure what you're saying, you just keep throwing the verbiage at it. Yeah. Till you right. get there, you know. In Russian, they have this saying: "It's uh, an empty vessel when struck makes the loudest sound." Right, and it often, like, I take that to mean like, you know, the people who who aren't sure what they have to say are saying the most. Because absolutely, so absolutely, yeah. All right, so I like that four-year-olds. I wish we could get some four-year-olds in here, but we can't. So what we're going to do is, I, I've written down some of our products, and okay, then we're so going to take a stab at breaking them down for four-year-olds. So you and I are trying to get into That's the right. minds of it. That shouldn't be too hard That's for right. me, I don't think. All right. So the first one here, uh, we, we have a product called the Social Selling Habit, which uh, helps people develop daily habits, which are good for using social media to sell things. And uh, here's here's what I came up with. Tell me. Okay. Okay. Find people on the computer to sell stuff to. I, th I like that. I think um, uh, find people on the computer to help them solve their problems. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of my take on sales. If, yeah. you do, if you're that's doing right. it right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's right. So, consultative sales. That's yeah. why I'm not in sales. See? <laughs> right. <laughs> I would just be like, do you want to buy my stuff? No. Okay. Next person. Uh, okay. Uh, SOS Habit. That's our writing curriculum for short, organized, skimmable writing. What would you call that one? Um, I was hoping you were going to go first. Yeah, I know. That's these. a tough one. <laughs> I, I, here's what I wrote. I wrote, uh, okay, tell better stories. I think mine is write less to say more. I don't oh, know if that's, that's really four-year-olds. Yeah. 
uh, thing, but that's my take on it. Yeah, I was thinking about it too, because like a four-year-old, they're just starting to write their name, right? Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, a really tough one. Pictures. Yeah. Pictures. Pictures, that's part of that. Yep. Okay. So uh, then we have uh, dot .next, which uh, we very helpfully say is a digital, a digital literacy curriculum that levels up uh, digital literacy across your organization. Yeah. A digital transformation curriculum. That's a... I think that one is is let us introduce you to really cool things that will help you do your job better. Yeah. I was just going to say all the new toys. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right? One. Yes, right. I absolutely. Love that. Okay. Uh, and we got um, one more, and that is Cybersecurity Habit, which we're building right now. This is our cybersecurity curriculum. Uh, let's see. Don't fall for tricks that you'll be sorry for. Ah, good, good. I had keep bad guys out of your stuff. Nice. Right? Nice. This is kind of fun. We should do this more often. It is, actually. Um, honestly, and not, it actually explains some of the products to me now a little bit better. So if I go on a sales <laughs> call, I can I can do that. Now you're qualified to be a salesman. So that's a super cool exercise. And then uh, was one of the keynotes was a producer of cereal? Is that yes. It? Yeah. And how was that? It was, it was fantastic. It was really cool. You know, she sort of shared how it was just this almost throwaway idea. They originally had a different idea. And uh, Ira Glass, the last minute, says, what about this? Yeah. And it just resonated. And then, it, you know, they just instantly said yes yeah. and went with yeah. that. Yeah. And um, how they sort of followed the story along and uh, it evolved into S-Town and, yep. and some other things and, and, you know, bazillions of listens later was there was there any chance she cited the mindset digital podcast in her presentation um she did not she must have forgotten <sighs> Man, i'm sure rough all right <laughs> so uh okay so that's the news from devler and anything else that you want to you want you thought would be cool to share about um her? no just you know anybody who has ever considered going to devler yeah. or any other event like that yeah you know the the people that you meet and the the conversations that you have often in the hallways are super valuable, right? And if you have a chance to go to Demo Fest, I'd, I'd also recommend that it was it was a great experience. Yeah, it's really it's really everybody that's that's deep into L and D and all the people that you're reading their blogs or following on Twitter. That's where they're all going to be in one place at one time. Yeah, that's my highlight because I, I follow and track and learn from a lot of people online, and then to yeah. put a personal connection to that in yep. person yep. and uh, so far my batting average is 100% everybody who seems nice and friendly and cool yeah. online they're the same way in person yeah that's right well it's a it's a friendly community that's one thing I like about the L&D folks yeah absolutely we were just I was just talking with Bianca yesterday and you know she said she knew somebody who came from another industry yeah and, and she was shocked yeah that everybody's so helpful and friendly and there's not that sort of cutthroat competition right. sort of thing, which is really nice. That's right. Now, um, is there, are there any links that we can share in the show notes for your presentation materials? Yeah, we sure can. We have okay. a lot. We have a ton. All right. Very good. So check those out uh, in the show notes there, mindsetdigital.com. Mike Taylor, uh, again, uh, I, I will be replenishing your snack basket. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. So once you're not there, I said, like, man, those look good. <laughs> <laughs> My snacks are your snacks, yeah. Pete. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks. It's always nice. Stomping on the internet that makes me laugh. All righty. So joining me today in the studio is Matthew Weiner. Hey, hey, Pete. You can just say Weiner. Hey, thanks a lot, Weiner. I appreciate oh. that. Uh, so you're here today. We're doing something on the internet guaranteed to make me laugh. Yeah. And uh, so usually something we have the interns do, but we're. <laughs> We're out of interns right now. Yeah, right. Uh, back so, to school. Because the interns, they have their their fingers on the pulse of, of what's funny on the internet. 
Right. So I, too, have my pulse on the latest and greatest on the Internet. In fact, this one is from 2001. Oh, man, I can't wait to get to it. But before we do, let me just say, uh, you haven't been on the show in a while, right? No, no, yeah, I'm not. So, uh, and... Uh, Big news for you, you ran the Columbus Marathon? Yeah. 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 Well, that was uh, like a couple weeks ago? It was, yeah. Uh, I'd uh, done half before and figured once I turned 33, I should now it's kind of now or never. Yep. So, yeah. And then uh, have you continued running since then? <laughs> I have not. I, yeah. I've <laughs> that would be me totally. <laughs> I've continued to sign up for races gotcha. thinking that it would make me continue to run, yeah. and it has not. Okay. So it, it's made me just wake up on Sunday mornings and realize that I should not have done this. I gotcha. I gotcha. And uh, any other big news uh, going on with you? No, that's pretty much it. I feel like I've hit that age where like my only hobbies are allowed to be like CrossFit or home brewing. And mm-hmm. I think the beer route sounds more fun. But you can think of no changes in your life between the last time <laughs> I, you were on. I, I did also get engaged. All right. <laughs> well, congratulations. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to say it unless you're comfortable saying it. But, you know, you're you got a lot of fans. People who listen to the podcast, you know, they think Wiener's the highlight. So, <laughs> sorry, ladies. Wiener's going off the market. Uh, I, I had a friend in graduate school who had been dating someone for a long time, and he said, do you think you'll ever get married? And he looked at me, and he said, suckers always want other suckers to join the sucker club. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Yeah. I feel like my humor on the podcast has gotten edgier the last few episodes. <laughs> well, th- this will be a good day for that yeah, then. I must be going through something. All righty. <laughs> so this is something going back to 2000. This is an oldie but a goodie. 2001. It, it's so, yeah. So it, it's an animated short from okay. 2001. All right. uh, one, of, one of my favorite animators, favorite filmmakers, Don Hertzfeld. Okay. And then is this something you wrote about in the roundup? Or? I did. Yeah. yeah I, I was so excited and I, I had to keep. Adding to the roundup that we were not getting paid for this, okay. although I, I think maybe we should tag him. Yeah, so we're talking about the weekly roundup on MindsetDigital.com on our blog, uh, and we always finish with something interesting on the internet, and you, you did a, a good deal of writing about this, yeah. actually. <laughs> I, yeah, I got and a little carried Because it's away. available on Blu-ray? Is it that... is, yeah. yeah. So it, he put out a Blu-ray, and then just this week, he just surprised, announced that it was going up on YouTube for free, the, nice. the 4K remaster that is also available on the Blu-ray on his website, Bitter Films. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't know if you want to. You want to watch it first? Yeah, let's do or, this. Okay. How long is it, Winger? <laughs> it's almost ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> we might we might time. edit this part. <laughs> okay, Winger has brought up a website. This is called Rejected by Don Hertzfeld. <laughs> Now we're seeing dancing text that says rejected. In the spring of 1999, the Family Learning Channel commissioned animator Don Hertzfeld to produce promotional segments for their network. The cartoons were completed in five weeks. The Family Learning Channel rejected all of them upon review when they were never aired. I love this already. My spoon is too big. <laughs> My spoon is too big. <laughs> My spoon is too big. <laughs> I am a 
compañera! That's <laughs> <laughs> short number one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, let's talk about what I just saw because yeah. that was an unbelievable 10 minutes. Obviously, <laughs> I can't play the whole thing. Yeah. So basically, uh, very basic animation. Right? Yeah. He, stick figures, white He draws stick everything by hand and then he uses like either 16 or 35 millimeter camera to Oh, so film. that's actually old school animation yeah. style, frame by frame. And then uh, it's just a super absurdist comedy, right? So it's <laughs> yeah. like uh, some things will just happen that are gross and bloody. Sometimes just ridiculous <laughs> things are happening. Mm -hmm. But it, I, the thing that, yeah. So, it, but at the same time, you've got this sort of slow build to this existential dread at the end. And it, this, this was so the thing that I wrote about in the roundup that I loved about this yeah. was like sort of like one of our first big viral videos. Yeah. I mean, we as in like me at school to right, certain right. year, right? There were only, you know, a couple of things out there. This was pre YouTube. Yeah. And you got everything from E Bombs World. Yeah, that's right. And it, you know, things just didn't, it took a little bit longer for things to circulate. So, yeah. you know, someone would show you this in it the dorm room. It would take a long time to watch a video too because you'd click <laughs> and it would be like buffering. buffering. Yeah, that, that too. So, it, oh man, that was really funny. Uh, is that true about, I mean, it, no, 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 I can <laughs> say. So the whole premise at least starts out that these are cartoons he made for the family learning channel that they rejected outright. And I was like, that, that would be hilarious. But, <laughs> so. Slowly loses a grip on reality. Right. So that was about 10 minutes. That's yeah. a solid, solid watch. It is well yeah. worth 10 minutes. If you haven't <laughs> seen it, we'll put the link in the show notes. So winner, another solid performance for you here on the podcast great yeah so i was oscar nominated and I, I strongly recommend if you haven't seen uh the world of tomorrow yeah it was on netflix i i don't know if part one still is i i really hope so so kind of like again like that's really like a good jumping off point for his work but at, as he kept going it, it gets like I, I guess like that last part of rejected like imagine that bumped up to full length yeah the World of Tomorrow is like a little animated. Yeah, yeah I think, I that think was I've his, seen it. Yeah, I think it might have been his first digital one where yeah. the girl meets her clone from the future. Yeah, that's right. I think I did watch that on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It would have been a lot funnier had I had the context of this, I think. <laughs> so, all right. So, Wiener, fan of Don Hertzfeld. Hertzfeld. All right. Yeah. Good job, Wiener. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks, Pete. All right. Once again, my thanks to Mike Taylor and Matt Wiener for being on the show today. We've got links to all the stuff they talked about in the show notes. And we'll be back in just a couple weeks with a new episode. So on behalf of everyone here at Mindset Digital, I'm Pete Brown saying, good times, everybody. Good times. Brevel, take us home. This episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast was produced by Pete Brown and featured Mike Taylor, Matt Wiener, and me, Brevel Schultz. Some music in the episode is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. The Something on the Internet That Makes Me Laugh Stinger was produced by Kevin Davison. If you like the show, please let us know by leaving us a review on iTunes. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Until then, good times, everyone.